0: Are you looking for food truck books to read, but you're starting to feel overwhelmed with all the content? Or maybe you're trying to find answers to your questions, but you realize you haven't asked the right questions to get those answers. Well, you're in luck. I wrote the book, Before You Launch a Food Truck, 8 Questions Every Aspiring Food Trucker Should Ask. For the past five years, I have been studying the food truck industry and been a diehard food truck customer. And in the process of that, I've learned a lot about what makes a good food truck stand out among the rest. I took eight of those key concepts and created a book where I could have curbside conversations with each of you about them. What makes this book different is not only that it's digestible and designed to not overwhelm you, but it also propels you into action. You can purchase Before You Launch a Food Truck Today at thefoodtruckscholar.com/shop in paperback and ebook format as well as on Amazon. For every copy purchased, I'm donating a copy to organizations committed to helping formerly incarcerated individuals re-enter society, particularly those that are interested in starting their own food business. So, Buy a copy today to help yourself and someone else get rolling and keep trucking. Admit it, we've all been there. We've spent precious time trying to figure out where to eat and that search only becomes more difficult when trying to support black-owned spots. I know I have. Thankfully, there's now an app for that. Eat Okra is the go-to app for connecting foodies to Black-owned food trucks and restaurants, while also connecting food entrepreneurs to the customers that want to show them some love. Download E-Okra today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Food Truck Scholar Podcast, brought to you by E-Okra. I'm your host, Ariel D. Smith, and I appreciate you for choosing to kick it with me for yet another episode. With Mother's Day only a few days away, I thought it would be great to feature a guest I've been looking forward to sharing with you all ever since we connected earlier this year. Sonia Beal stopped by the show on behalf of her son, Frankie Beal, a 12-year-old that is taking Independence, Missouri, and pretty soon the nation by storm, with his mom right beside him. But for now, sit back and relax. The show starts now. It's time for Curbside Conversations. Curbside Conversations allow you to meet our partners and more importantly, receive a snack-sized bite of information and inspiration before moving on to the main dish discussion. So let's jump in with Tanisha Trippett of Brotherly Grub in Philly, to talk about why she uses the Eat Okra app as a food trucker. All right, so I got to ask, because you mentioned Eat Okra in your interview. How did you find out about Eat Okra?
1: Budweiser connected me to Eat Okra along with the NFL. I didn't never even heard of Eat Okra, but I love what they're doing, too, because a lot of times Black-owned restaurants do not get a platform at all and eat okra they are providing that for like owned businesses and that's how i not just started reading up on them myself and i'm for eat okra
0: so you actually you know got connected to eat okra through budweiser and that was when you had made your connection with the nfl and he was like wait man what is this eat okra you find out about them. i was like okay you know i rock with this and so since finding out about them, getting you know connected to the founders, Anthony and Janique, how has business been like for you? How has your business been impacted because you've been listed on Eat Okra?
1: Well, a lot of people haven't heard of Eat Okra, and, I'm, and I think that's crazy. So, you know, I tell a lot of people about it, but what made me want to be on the app? for my business is one because Janique and Anthony I like I I talked to them before I got on the app and I automatically got excited for them like that's my sister and brother and I wanted to be a part of this new thing and I wanted people to be able to come to my restaurant and I wanted to also have a way that I can tell diners if they want to support other black businesses or find good food you know it's a great thing that I can say, well, you know what? You can always go and eat okra, because I've been looking for some real gumbo outside of the French Quarter. Now, I can find it, because before, (laughs) there was no way for me to even find it. Like, I like barbecue. I mean... I'm a country girl down deep down inside. I used to go to Savannah every single summer for the whole entire summer when I was a kid. And fried chicken, barbecue, seafood, like I want that. And this is a way, and I even tell like when I go to people's businesses, have you ever heard of Eat Okra? You gotta download the app. I'm like a whole spokesperson for Eat Okra. People had from New York found us on Eat Okra in Philly and they drove to Philly To try my food, Mm. yep, amazing, right? Way. Another couple of ladies came from D.C. from eat okra. They told me and said, "Well, we were looking for somewhere to eat, and we found out that you were a black woman and you're black-owned, so for us it was a double whammy." So they came. They brought me a bottle of champagne. It was awesome. They bought you a bottle of champagne? <laughs> yes. It will be bottle of champagne. These are the
0: type of supporters I need. <laughs> yes. It's
1: nice.
0: And so why would you recommend that not only foodies download the app? but that other Black-owned restaurants and food trucks download the app and use it as well?
1: I think that other restaurants and food trucks, are, because it would be an easier way for people to get in contact with them or to find out where they are and what they're serving. They get a chance to look at their menu, and I, I just think that it's a it's a good idea because we don't get the marketing. We don't have the resources the way that other restaurants may have, and I think that this is a that was awesome.
0: It's been very beneficial for me in helping to find some places to eat. So we want to continue to help them grow and support. Last year was an incredible year for them in terms of growth. Just went through the roof. And we want to continue seeing that because I love the work that they're doing. I would love to see them grow and expand. And I can't wait to check back in you know, with you. Because if people driving in from New York and D.C., I can't wait to see the next time I check in. Who knows? Somebody might fly in from Oregon right, to come check you out. There so you. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear your your other found on Eat Okra story because yeah. if someone's
1: bringing you champagne already. Right. I wish I had like a um, Eat Okra decal to put in my window because I would definitely do it. Because people need to know. People, more people in Philly need to know about Eat Okra. They do. I love barbecue. And this is like one of the things that is so hard to find. But I is no, I smell barbecue when I'm driving around. And I'm like, why aren't you on e Okra? Where are you? Can't find them. That's all right. We're gonna find them. We're gonna find
0: them. Yeah. We're gonna get them all. It's gonna be a collective effort, but we're gonna get them all. Yeah,
1: we're gonna get, yeah. And it's gonna I can't wait. I like this decal
0: thing. I'm gonna talk to Anthony about that. Be like, hey.
1: Yeah. And I had like a whole defense. The people from New York was so excited about e okra. I mean, I, they was in here dancing chanting eogra okra. they were so happy that they were able to find us on Ego. wow
0: that lets you know representation does matter it does it it matters it matters to know okay where can i go to get me where like if i'm in a new place where can i go to get some food that reflects my culture and people get it mm-hmm. food is comfort I, like without a shadow of a doubt So I want to say shout out to Eat Okra for, you know, giving them the opportunity to find you. But shout out to you for bringing the food, though. Yeah,
1: thank you. And thank you Eat Okra. I love Eat Okra.
0: Hey, hey. The Food Truck Scholar is more than a podcast. It's a community that keeps on growing. Subscribe today to our YouTube channel to get access to new content that I will only post on YouTube. And trust me, you don't want to miss it. And for all of my clubhouse people, make sure to join the All Things Food Trucks Club and catch us on Tuesdays for conversations about and related to the food truck industry. Now, what else do I have up my sleeve for y'all? Shh, I can't tell just yet, but stick around. You'll see. Welcome back to the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. Let's dive in to the main dish discussion. So, Sonya, welcome to the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. What is the name of your food truck and where are you based?
2: Um, The name of our food truck is Mr. If with a Z, Cookies and Sweet Treats, and we are located in Independence, Missouri.
0: Missouri! You know what? You are the first person from the state of Missouri on the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. Really? Yes. Yes. Now, I drove through Missouri A 4 I've been to Missouri twice, but I drove through it a great chunk of the state, actually, this past Thanksgiving on my way to Houston, Texas. So, I got a chance to experience just a little bit, and I've been to St. Louis. So, welcome, welcome, welcome up here making history. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Oh, <laughs> all right okay so now you got all these sweet treats and cookies and stuff so have you always been a baker no so, actually no it's my 12 year old business what mm-hmm. wait 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 this is your 12 year old's yes. business yes it
2: is he started the business in the be um two years march the
0: 17th wow Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah. With, with your permission, one day we got to connect with him. Like that is amazing. Like that. How did he get started? So actually, he, uh, me and his dad been separated for uh, ten
2: years, and he goes up to his dad's house every weekend. When not coronavirus out, but he used to go to his dad's house every weekend, and his dad is older. And so his dad used to make sure that they would bake something before he brings them home. And so that's basically how it started. And we were bored one day because I got injured. And he was like, how much money you got left after paying the bills? And I said, we have about $100. He's like, well, let's think of something we can start." And I was like, because I've always been an entrepreneur. And so I was, okay, that sounds great. And at first he was just brainstorming. Um, about what kind of cookies we started out wanted to do butter cookies and i just came up with a plan and we executed it within three weeks and we got out cold selling on fantastic day and that's where it all began
0: wow 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 let, okay so let me tell you like all of the first that you're making history you and your son are making history on the podcast So I follow a lot of food trucks. I've been to food trucks in a lot of different states and even out of the country, actually. And I know of some that are started by children. But this is the first time that we've had a representative, whether it was the mom or the child themselves, onto the show. First person from Missouri. So, you're making a lot of f- the food truck scholar first right now. So, you and your son, y'all legendary right about now.
2: Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. And we also deliver to two area convenience stores every morning with first week baked goods. Wow. So, we actually run
0: the food truck and the bakery. <laughs> y'all got a full blown operation going on, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It feels good. And it all started because your son looked at you and said, Mom, how much money you got left over paying bills? Let's take that. Let's do yep, something.
2: because I was injured. I was injured. So I couldn't work and I was taking all of this medication and they took uh, my Medicaid from me and I was just spending money out of pocket for medication. So I say, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's see how it, it let's see how it goes. And so we just co sell at the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Westport and we seen it was a big hit. So we just started co selling, setting up on Nola Road in different areas. And um, there was a food truck there and so they sold barbecue. And we got to, uh, got to know them and we just started bartering with them. And so they were like, yeah, you guys can sit here. We sell barbecue. You guys sell treats. So we just send them over there to you guys. And so we used to get the treats out the back of the truck and set the table up. And that's where we began. And then people just started asking us where we located, where, you know, where we'd be. And we was like, we just, we just sit here and just wherever there's an event, we try to squeeze in. So then I got a connection with a a young lady who helped young entrepreneurs. So he went to a three-week business class. And by then, we had everything. We had a logo. And which is him. That's him on the logo. We got his logo going and decals and business cards. And it's like we we sat out for two hours and we fell out. So we knew that the cookies was great.
0: I I wish you could see me right now. I am like smiling from ear to ear listening to this story. We just um, took it from there and then I told him, I said, you know what? Since the
2: business is doing good, when we get this little extra money, let's just get a food truck. And it started out as a tree truck. And so I surprised him one day, got everything together, and one Saturday in July, I brought it home to him and he's a nerd, so... When I told him to come open up the front door, I got something for him. He he said that he was speechless. He he didn't know how to feel. That's what he said. I don't even know how to
0: feel right now. I got to ask you about two particular moments. okay? Okay. The first moment is within those three weeks, right? When you take that $100 and you're flipping it into this business and you're working with your son and you're putting together the business plan. What's the feeling that you have in that moment?
2: So I always have a niche when I come up with a business because I've always been an entrepreneur. I worked with children and adults for over 29 years and I ran different types of uh, transportation for kids. I did in-home behavioral health for daycare. So things like that. And so when, when he spoke of it, I'm the type of person I stay up all night when I know I got something. So I stayed up all night why he went to sleep. I think I started around 12 and after midnight and uh, I just brainstormed and then I just came up with stuff and then I did my research and then I got out at the different malls and I did the research there. And so I'm like, okay, I think we got it. And so when, like, when we went out to Coastal at the St. Patrick's Day Parade, right, people was like, do you have a credit card swipe? And I'm like, no. And they were like, we'll be back. And I'm like, I'm saying to people, like, by the time y'all come back, we're going to be sold out. And so we was close to sold out. So we had left. So that was that plan. But like I said, executed it in three weeks. I had that $100. I figure what we do, what we can invest in, we can flip it. So we invested in, instead of doing the butter cookies, I said, okay, let's do cake cookies because no one does cake cookies. If there's a cake, there's a cookie.
0: Before I, I ask you about the second experience, I just have to stop for a moment real quick and just say thank you. I, I I thank <laughs> you, I thank moms like you, dads like you, parents, grandparents, aunties, whomever that see a child's imagination, their creativity, and they nurture that. And not only do they nurture it, they step right alongside with them and help them birth that dream, that vision. That means uh-huh. so much to a young child because eventually what that showing them is like, hey, you know what, you can create whatever it is that you want to create. And you got somebody in your corner rooting for you. So I just wanted to take that quick second to just say, thank you for that. Thank you for being an inspiration to so many people that's going to hear this. And they're going to listen to their kids when their kids come up and say, hey, I I really want to pursue, whether it's sewing, whether it's something about baking or cooking or whatever, Mm -hmm. nurture that. It doesn't have to take thousands of dollars to to start a business or a dream. That's the part. That I love about this story is that it wasn't no venture capitalists, It wasn't no angel investors. It wasn't a Mm $60,000 business loan. It was Mm -hmm. literally $100. Dollars.
2: Yep. And we flipped it. And that's why I tell people, just brainstorm, just think. Just think. Everybody got a gift. You just got to figure it out.
0: The greatest venture capitalist you'll ever have is your mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your mind will birth a million dollar idea if you just feed into it and listen to it Mhm, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we can stay we can stay there forever, but i I, I gotta move on, I gotta move on, so okay. Okay. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second part is you said that your son he didn't know what to say and how to feel when you pulled up with that truck. Tell me, how were you feeling when you get the truck and you know that you're about to surprise him? And you park it out front, and you see his reaction. Why were you feeling?
2: You know what? I felt good from the time I poured up with my truck, and it was crazy because I have a friend that follows me on Facebook, and she was riding down Truman Road, and she was like, "I see your truck! I see your truck!" I see a truck. She's out on Facebook, inboxing me. Mean, I see a truck. I think he's right behind me. No, I think he's right in front of me. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was the crazy part. But I, I, like I said, I felt so good. I, and I feel them every time I start my truck up and pull off, I feel so good. But pulling in, letting
0: him come out and see that. It's on video. It's on video on his Facebook page. Tag us in it. Tag us in it. We want to share that. Tag us in it. hmm. Yep. It's on it's on there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And to think all of that. From injured to food truck owners and bakery off of one hundred dollars hmm. Man. All right, Sonya. Now tell me about these cookies. So these are cake cookies. So tell me what's on the menu?
2: On the menu we have over thirty different types of cookies. So wherever whatever type of cake that people normally make, we can make a cookie, um, out of it. So for instance, if you have a German chocolate cake, we can make a German chocolate cookie. If you like lemon cake, we can make a lemon cookie. And the lemon cookies is what really bombed us out because when people started taking them around the area, that's what they were requesting, my lemon drop.
0: Ooh, now nah, I love me a good lemon drop cookie.
2: And then we just, he brainstorms and he just comes up with something. he's oh, okay, we can do the sprinkles. We can do the wedding cake. We can do whatever there is. Like I said, whatever flavor cake you like, we can make a cookie out of strawberry cake cookies. We do those. We even do Rocky Road. We do moors. We do... There, there's just a lot and we started dipping into other things too so along with the truck we just added deli sandwiches one through the usda to get the truck approved for food stamps so yeah we just we, eh, <laughs> if he comes up with something all the time and just what about this and what about this so we forever busy
0: two things so I just heard you say something, and you ran by it real quick. But this is something that I have never heard a food trucker on my show say. So you're working with the USDA so that it will be mm-hmm. so that you can accept food stamps at the truck. Yeah, yes, we will be the first, the first in the state of Missouri, or the first like period, the, the first ever. Yes,
2: girl. Most of the trucks, most of the trucks that you see out here. They sell hot food. You cannot go into a restaurant and pay with food stamps for hot food. But you can go somewhere and get deli sandwiches because it's not warm, and you can pay for that with food stamps.
0: Now, how are you going to drop all those historical firsts on me like that? <laughs>
2: You know what? Uh, <laughs> I think that's why a lot of doors been shutting on us for a while. It was like people was just shutting doors on us. We was asking them, trying to get info, and you know what? I just, I just broke through all of that. I said, I do my research, and that's part of the research.
0: You're blazing all of these paths, you and your son. So, so if, if he's twelve now, so he was like ten when he started this, right? So,
2: yes, he just turned 12 in October.
0: October of 2020.
2: October the 29th, yes, 2020. He just turned 12. Even his elementary school shut the door on us. They wouldn't give us the time or day. And now we did, his, he's in middle school, and so now we did served his food. We did, did lunches. I just dropped him off some Oreo cookie cupcakes up there last Friday (laughs) they were surprised I was like oh thank you I'm like we appreciate you guys thank you so we didn't get nursing homes we have school planned on the 28th of this month we got booked for a couple food trucks foodie for next month and another person found out that he was a 12 year old so they're going to book him several times for March so we, we only get out during events. People always ask, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? We run a bakery also. So we always, if he's at school, I'm baking. I'm doing his part. So only time he does it is it, in the evening because we preparing for the next morning.
0: Y'all are trailblazing up path. Do you hear me?
2: And so, yes. And so the people that seen us start from the bottom, the convenience stores that we were going to, and that's how we was able to set up bakery in their shop. Because I used to go in there when we first started, hey, try these, try these, try these, sure. <laughs> and so the owner got to looking, like, oh, yeah, okay. And so I just kept asking him, can we, and he was like, yeah. So we got licensed. We were so welcome. And people say now in Independence, they say, you know what, Independence is so hard to what is allow food trucks in. They so picky. I'm like, they got us in like in two minutes and out and okay it. So we can pull up around the city, just about basically everywhere because I got license in four other in four other cities.
0: We gotta stay in contact. That, that's all I gotta say. Did you save room for dessert? I may be out of time, but I'm definitely not out of material. Make sure you follow the Food Truck Scholar on all social media platforms, including our YouTube channel, and join the All Things Food Trucks Club on Clubhouse. I can't wait to connect with you. But for now, I'm Ariel D. Smith signing off, reminding you to buy local, eat local, and support your neighborhood food truck. I'll see you next week.